Hey there folks, Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah morning news special. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Got another great episode lined up for you this week. I spoke with Karen Wilharm, formerly Karen Bradley, a portrait artist here in town, a painter, a pastel artist, and somebody whose work, if you haven't seen it, I know that you're really going to love it. She has been working a lot on a technique called a la prima, and she's going to explain what that means during the interview. Basically, it's a very quick technique that utilizes a wet-on-wet style, and you get a lot of information down. It's very gestural, and uh, she's been doing some really wonderful things with it that I just really fell in love with, so I thought it was about time to have Karen on the show. I've actually known her for almost a decade, so I don't even know why I haven't had her on the show before, but I'm so glad to be able to share this interview with her with you. I wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my corresponding Art Off the Air column, as well as all of the writing I do for the Savannah Morning News at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section and also in the lifestyle section for my Sunday column. Last week, I had the opportunity to speak with writer and illustrator Carmen Loop, and that was a really great interview. I think you're going to enjoy hearing from them, so check that one out. I've also recently wrote a piece about Michael Mahaffey's exhibition over at Gallery Espresso in the entertainment section. That was a really powerful interview that Michael gave that I think you're probably going to want to hear as well. But again, check all of that stuff out, savannahnow.com, in the entertainment section and in the lifestyle section. But let's get to this week's interview. Again, this is Karen Wilharm speaking about a la prima technique, as well as all of her work. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Rob Hessler here with Karen Wilharm, and we are speaking by Zoom. Now, Karen is an artist that you've probably seen her work, especially recently. I've been seeing all kinds of your stuff coming up on social media, and I wanted to mention, if you want to follow along, you can also go to her website, karenwilharm.com. So, Karen, before we went, we got on the interview here, the formal interview, we were talking about these little sketches that you've been doing recently, and I, I'm totally in love with them. Sketches of, like, mostly with children and i guess i i'm kind of like you know i've got a toddler so i'm i'm really into it right they're so cute and i just love them so much so and we kind of chatted a little bit um via text as well that they're kind of speaking to you right now so why don't you kind of describe what you've been up to lately and then we'll get into your background and stuff a little bit yeah um well first thank you for having me on i'm very flattered and honored to uh to be able to to chat with you about this yeah, so I, um, I I love these little sketches because they're fresh and they're quick and they're of what really is going on in front of me now in this season. I have a <clears throat> I have a almost a one year old and an almost a five year old and then also have a fifteen year old. So children are like I'm constantly watching them and seeing them engage in the in the things that they're doing, <laughs> and it is and it is like really strong to me. It just, it's, it's really adorable. I don't, I don't know what, what word to use, but um, you know, it's what I observe a lot on a regular basis, particularly like out in nature. Um, and so when we go on outings, I'll take a bunch of pictures just with my iPhone of, of my nieces and my kids and 
playing in the sand and like particularly at the beach they work so hard they'll be like in this little they'll be like with their buckets and their and their scrapers and they'll just be like run into the water and get in the water running back with this tiny little bit of water and dumping it and then running all the way back and, then, and, then <laughs> and they're just working so hard and it's just the cutest thing to me to see them just like enthralled with with this little with with nature and what they can play with so that has been um so the subject matter has been really engaging for me and also um the speed of it. So I started doing this really as a break between the commission paintings that had to dry and they take a long time. And um, just this season that I'm in, I only get a few hours in the studio at a time. And so, uh, so that I love, I've like, you know, I was like, I'm going to put this quick a la prima sketch into my schedule and I'm going to put it in there once a week just to get it. And, I, and it's just so refreshing to, to do that, have a time limit and do, and it, and not only like it, it makes your brain go to go, like go to some space where you are, are like, um, it's working differently. You're, you're like being efficient. You have to finish it. You have to, you know, come up with, and, and I believe the mark making reflects that. And then it reflect and it, and it and just turns out in a way that you couldn't even contrive, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't do with, with all the time in the world. So I like, there's just a lot about them that I like. They're small, I can, I can sell them for a really reasonable. Um, so they just about all of them have sold when I, when, I, when I start, oh, and I'm doing a live demo on it. So, um, so I'm on Instagram and it's Karen Wilharm Fine Art. And um, I'll turn the live, so every Sunday at about two o'clock, I'll do a live demo. What is it, is it called an Instagram IG? I mean, Instagram. Instagram live, maybe yeah. right. Instagram live. Yeah. I think that sounds right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking to old man, Rob and his interweb I, knowledge. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I get on there, I'm like, um, so anyways, people have been watching and asking questions and, um, you know, I've, I've been a little isolated within this motherhood business, you know, it can be isolating. And so it's just really, I really enjoy answering questions and talking to people and, connecting about the art and about the process of art. And um, so that's been really enjoyable for me. And then, you know, it's just like a win, win, win. It's like, I, I do this live, I'm going to call it a live stream. I don't know what it's called. That's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. And then people are, people jump on, they ask questions and then someone's going to buy it because they've seen it made, you know, and then they, it's the, it's practice for me and it's quick and it's, it's just fun all together. So I like it. Yeah, that's so great. You brought up so many things that I want to mention here, but I think I'll start at the top where you were sort of describing, you know, watching your kids going back and forth, the concentration level on their faces, like when they're like working with the sand. I mean, it's so, it's such serious play for them. And I love that. And one of the things you're just such an, a master at capturing the, uh, so much, so much information in such a little bit of space. You mentioned the, term a la prima and i am aware of what that means but for those who are not aware describe what that what that technique and that term means for for those who are out there listening i think it means all at once um so it's when you make a painting all and 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 you so when you, you do a painting indirectly you could separate the, the drawing the color the edges 
you know, and so forth. But in Alla Prima, you're doing it all at once. So you, you try to, within, I generally, you know, a few hours amount of time, you're doing everything, <clears throat> sometimes all in one stroke. You know, sometimes you, you, you're doing the drawing, the edge, the color, and the value all in one stroke. Um, so Richard Smith See? has a wonderful book on Alla Prima. Yeah, I think that that's really interesting um, that you're using that technique right now and that you love it so much because the thing that I kind of thought of your work uh, uh, about, and I've known your work for for a long time now. I mean, gosh, I must have, I think we must have met almost nearly a decade ago at this point. I mean, and that sounds crazy, but I sort of like in my mind, you just have these like really incredibly detailed paintings or pastel pieces that are just like the level of detail is just so so intense and the level of realism is so so intense and then these newer paintings which as you said you have to do them quickly and they're and we kind of called them sketches to sort of start off with i think it's sort of interesting it's almost like you're going in a lot of ways in reverse of where people might you know, like when you're in school or whatever, like you kind of learn how to sketch first or how to quickly gather information while you have a live model in front of you and you do like something really small and quickly quick. And then it's like you get more and more detail as time goes on and you're almost going the other way. And I think that's kind of why these paintings are so effective because they're like, like I said, they're capturing a lot of information. And I wonder how that sort of feels. I mean, you said that you kind of like, you like doing them, but you're also letting go of a lot of the control that you've had in these highly detailed paintings that you've been doing for really years now. Yeah, it, it really does force you to get the important thing. And like I say at the beginning of all these live demos that I do, okay, what, and this is, this is one of the things in Richard Schmidt's book that I'll never forget. What is the reason I'm painting this? What has drawn me? What am I really after here? And selecting, you know, these are from photographs. <clears throat> But I have to ask that question, even when I'm picking the photograph, like, why is this making me giggle? Like, what is it about <laughs> my hair stand on it? You know, there, there's got to be something there, because if it's not, um, then, the, then there really isn't a reason to paint it, you know? And so that's so important. And I, and I, don't, I, and I, also, I haven't always done that. And I, I, you know, it's important. So, yeah. So like the last one I did this, um, this, my niece, uh, was singing and playing in the sand at the same time. And it was just like the, cutest, the cutest oh. thing. This is like a really windy day and the sand's like blasting us. Like, like it was so windy out there and she's just singing her hairs flying all around and she's mat, you know, doing the sand and singing and shoveling sand. And it was like that, that's what it was about. It was about her, the gesture. And I had to really focus and be like, this isn't, <clears throat> this isn't about her. This is not a portrait, you know, it's about the gesture. It's about the action. So there's strategy, you know, like I'm, I want enough information in her face, but not too much because then it's going to look like an illustration, you know, and I, I've, I've made all these mistakes before <laughs> that. I'm, that I'm <laughs> That's why I know that, that I, I have that tendency to over render or um, put too much information in or, so. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what I was getting at is that, you know, you you sort of, I think, by going in reverse in a lot of ways, like going in sort of the opposite direction is that it's sort of you've learned all those lessons. So you can get a lot more down in a short period than maybe somebody who's you know, I've definitely put too much information down and the painting is just like, what, why did you do that? It's, it's not as strong, you know. 
it's it's like and there's nothing wrong with illustration but there there's a difference i think there's like children's illustration books you know there's children's book illustration versus you know then there's paintings and um you know you so you really have to ask yourself like what is what is the purpose of this piece of artwork is it to describe you know something in a book very clearly okay then that's where this would be more fitting you know or is it you know describe describe a feeling you know or a or an observation of of where i was this day let's talk about your investigation of portrait art in general because uh, you did graduate from SCAD and, but I, I, if I recall, like you were really, you were doing a lot of like medical illustration and things like that. Kind of what, how was the transition? How did you sort of first get into portraiture and, you know, I guess kind of find your love for that? Where did that first sort of start for you? Um, well, I was five years old, <laughs> but first of all, I really, I didn't graduate from SCAD. I actually graduated oh. from Georgia with a scientific illustration. Oh, okay. And I, okay. And then I went to grad school at medical college of Georgia for medical illustration. And so that's where that, that decision was really because I thought that's all, all you could, you know, I didn't think that really you could get a job any other way in art. And I think that's pretty common. I think that I hear that a lot anyway, that mm. fine artists go with illustration because we don't think that you can make it as a fine artist. So, um, but I loved, I've always loved staring at people <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> and looking at the shapes and the, and the differences in their faces and just how they're the, the side of their corners of their mouth curl up or down or, um, I've always been fascinated with people um, since I was a child. And <laughs> when we go out to dinner or something, my husband will, will be like, stop staring at those people. <laughs> like, like, you know, I don't know. But I, I think that's common too with portrait artists. Like we all love to, to look at people. So, so there's that. And yeah, I mean, I've just been, I've been doing, I remember when I was five on the beach, I would do little portraits of people for a quarter and I would, I would, I would go and draw them. <clears throat> I might've been a little bit older, but I distinctly remember that. Um, but so, yeah, I went to grad school. I actually had some commissions in grad school um, that I did. And uh, I, I graduated and I, I started to do medical illustration for, and I think it might, I think maybe I, I got right into doing portraits of my family. I was just wanting mm -hmm. to um, particular all my nieces and nephews. And then, it, and then I started trading with it. And then I started finally, after several years down the road, I finally started taking workshops. And I was, I was reading books. I remember at SCAD, I taught at SCAD actually um, in 03. And um, there was a professor who let me a book and it was on um, Daniel Green. And it was his pastel portrait book. And that book was life changing for me. I was like, I was just so blown away at the realism mm. and, um, and I was like, this is what I want to do. You know, this is so, yeah, I was teaching like, um, I was teaching foundations to drawing there and that was going more into the fine art and kind of, but I was still doing medical illustration. Then at one, at one point I just, I'm just, I was like, I'm going all in. I'm just going to take workshops and get as good as I can and, and it's taken a long time. I'm still not as good as, <laughs> still not as good as, you know, I think it, it, it'll take a lifetime to be 
yeah it's interesting because there are there are some really good portrait artists in savannah actually i mean i think of like jason zimmer and uh troy wanzel are you know and uh, both are stylistically different than you and um but i i think you're right up there i mean i look at this stuff and i'm i'm just i'm blown away by it i i wonder you mentioned your pastel drawings and i kind of want to um your pastel pieces and i want to talk a little bit about that difference between you know painting the versus viewing your pastel works i mean how is the different feel for you as for in going between those two different um medias because i know that you do yeah. kind of go back and forth between them and they're both important part of your practice yeah that's a great question and the the answer is it's just so much faster because the, you don't you don't have to wait for them to dry mm. and you don't have to set them up so it's very it's very immediate pastel and with the children and stuff around me it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's just less time you know less time to set up you don't have to put them away you don't have to um, so that's really nice. So I can, um, but with oil, it's like you, you put a layer down, you know, it working in a little bit in layers anyway, you, you put it a layer down and, and it's really best for it to dry before you come back. And so it just takes, it, um, it takes so long for me to do an oil portrait. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, especially when you're, you know, you don't have any sort of interruption you know, I, I just, this is a little personal anecdote, but I, I can't help but share it. Because you're talking about doing these paintings or drawings of your of people on the beach for 25 cents. My um, my son, who's not even two years old, he's learned, recently learned the circle. And so <laughs> we'll sit down and be like, draw, can you draw mama? And it's a circle and some line. Can you draw dad as? And we just name every person he knows. Everybody looks the same, but he'll do it. And then he'll like put the pen up and he's like, um, so I'm waiting for him to get old enough to start charging me a quarter for those little drawings. So, <laughs> and I'm going to apologize to our listening audience here because, you know, I, I know you have kids and I have my son and I can do it on him. And it's, uh, especially when I talk with other parents, it's, they're so cute and it's hard to not, um, not, I don't know, kind of get into that. And I, and I, I want to um, sort of transition to talk a little bit about your, uh, you mentioned the commissions and I, we haven't really specifically kind of talked about them, but um, you are doing a lot of commissions now and, um, you know, pastel and, and work and paint, um, you know, sort of different forms and things like that. And you mentioned that you first got into really just doing some stuff with your, with your family, but how did you kind of build that business? I mean, like, what was, is it, has it all just been word of mouth or did you kind of have sort of a plan in place? Like, how did you sort of, for those who are out there who are younger artists, like I know, for example, that Vanessa Withen is somebody who has done a couple of your, um, a couple of your workshops or inst what are we saying? IG live or live streams or something like that. I know that she's a big uh, a follower of yours and she's a portrait artist as well. Um, how did you kind of first sort of, how did you build that business? I guess I would, I'm asking here for those who are out there. Yeah, I'm still building it. Um, it word of mouth, yes. Um, uh, but I recently started working with an agency about a year. It was like right at the beginning of COVID. Um, and I submitted, you know, I submitted like 20 paintings or something and did all their um, uh <laughs> jump through all those hoops mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh so i am i am i've gotten a couple through them though not still not not a lot but um 
honestly, I think I've gotten more commissions from like older friends and just, you know, friends from high school. Um, and, and right now I'm doing, and then they have siblings, you know, and then those people tell their friends and I'm, do, I'm doing a, a, a grad school friend kids and there's three of them, you know, and then, so that's just word of mouth. I, I had tried in the past to do some advertisements like in the landings and stuff. And I, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten much from that. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, like I, I, I'll just kind of reveal to our listening audience, my totally biased nature here, because I was even like, well, I need to get you to commit to a commission of one of my, one of my kids, <laughs> because I love them. There's, yeah, yeah. I've definitely gotten a few off of there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do notice that you do a lot of social media stuff. In fact, why don't we go ahead and start wrapping up this interview a little bit here? Because if people are interested in getting a commission done or sort of connecting with you on social media, we've mentioned a couple of the things, but if you could sort of just go back over those things one more time and give everybody all the details, how do people get a hold of you? How do people follow your live videos? How do people um, get commissions done and just get a better sense of your work? Yeah, um, just about all of my work is on my Instagram, and that's Karen Wilharm Fine Art. Um, Wilharm is W I L H A R M, and um, and then Facebook. Um, I don't do. I guess I kind of do this. I, I feel like I have a bigger following on Instagram, and so I just kind of stick with that for the most part. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. The portraits get more <laughs> attention on Facebook, and the regular just the paintings get more attention on the other. So. Um, yeah. And then Facebook is Karen Bradley Wilharm and, uh, my website is karenwilharm.com. And that actually has a link. If you go under the portrait part of it, there's a link that says commission a portrait, and then it will tell you the fees and the sizes and the process. And, um, and, and I'm pretty flexible too. <clears throat> um, with that but but lately i've been doing the pastel a pastel head and shoulders 16 by 20 sort of a you know i've been kind of getting, trying to do more of those to build the portfolio and get and get more in there of that particular size nice well there it's beautiful work and it's a lot of fun and i will mention also it, karen bradley fine art is your fine art page on facebook as well so i'll mention that as well although it's not as updated, I don't think, as your Instagram and your website. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but Karen, I really appreciate you coming on and talking with us today for Art on the Air. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air. <laughs>